Holiday Let Success, episode 22. The definitive guide to holiday let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Watt, and today I'm so excited to introduce to you Mercedes Brennan of One Chic Retreat. Mercedes is, first off, absolutely lovely. Second of all, she's an expert interior designer, and not only does she do interior design, but her interior design and her blog then the advice that she shares on that blog is geared towards helping holiday home vacation rental owners to ensure that they are catering for the right needs for holiday makers, for vacationers, people who are coming to stay in their holiday homes. She's making sure that we get it right and that we are attracting the right people. And when they're there, they are making the most of their stay and you are helping them do that by providing a beautiful space for them to enjoy. Now there's much more to it than just a pretty place which I wasn't expecting to hear and you'll hear all about those now. Things that we do talk about in this interview will all be linked up in the show notes at holidayletsuccess.com forward slash one chic retreat. So we'll head straight into this interview now because it's such an interesting listen. I really enjoyed chatting to Mercedes. She really shared an awful lot of information and most of it we can apply very, very quickly and very inexpensively and make a difference straight away. So let's head on over to that interview now. Thanks for listening. to welcome Mercedes Brennan of One Chic Retreat. Now Mercedes is a hugely talented interior designer and she has turned her hand to the vacation rental or holiday let industry as we say over here in the UK. Now she assists holiday home owners in presenting their properties the best way possible to ensure they are making the most of their space and becoming extraordinarily booked up. Hi Mercedes, how are you? Hello, Elaine. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about you, your background, how you got going? Okay, well, um, my name is, of course, Mercedes Brennan, as you've already said. Um, I started One Chic Retreat in, at the beginning of 2014 because I'm an interior designer and um, I have a sort of a particular uh absolute passion for vacation rentals. I have two children who are now teenagers and I started staying in vacation rentals when my kids were babies. So um, it, it just made the most sense for our family because we were always like looking for hotels and then we'd end up all in a hotel and it would be so difficult with the kids and the babies and then there'd actually be guests that would complain that our kids were running down the halls and So we looked into vacation rentals, and um, at the time, we lived in South America. We were living in Chile at the time, and vacation rentals weren't actually that common, but I, you know, they were, they did exist, and so we started um, renting them down there, and then when we moved back to California, we just continued. So whenever we go on vacation or if we go for a weekend away, we just, we just don't really think of anything else 
we don't, we don't, we don't even consider hotels. It's just so much more uh, fulfilling to stay in a vacation rental. I totally agree. Totally agree. From the family side of things, it's just, um, it just makes complete sense for us, doesn't it? It, 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 for sure, because I, I, you know, I'm all about family and friends and, that's one of the things I love so much about vacation time is connecting with, with my own family. If, if it's just the four of us going, um, but frequently we'll go with another family or even two families. And then it's just all about unity and it's all about using the space and using the backyard and cooking meals together and, you know, enjoying the living room. So, and outside spaces. So, um, anyway, I, I can't really start my interview without telling your audience how much I love vacation rentals. So, um, and I've probably, I, my husband and I think we stayed in over 60. I think, I think we've stayed in over 60 vacation rentals or maybe even more than that because it's just, you know, it's been over many years and, and, you know, if we include all the weekends, it's, it's probably about that. So, um, and, and then of course, um, I am an interior designer I, um, I was a furniture designer when I lived in South America. And, um, when I came back to, uh, California, I went back to school and got my master's in interior design from UCLA. So, um, I, uh, after I, I did that, I started working in commercial architecture and some residential. And, um, and I also worked for Windsor Smith, who in the United States is a, is sort of a celebrity interior designer. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, and now I've just, uh, I've in the last, um, was 2013. I said, I you know 2012 after doing my own vacation rental, I said, you know, I, this is what I want to do. I want to go into vacation rental interior design. And not only do I want to practice it myself, but I want to teach other people how to do it. It sounds so. the perfect start. I mean, 60 vacation rentals, that's some experience there. So you've probably seen the best and the worst. I have. I have. And, you know, I, I guess I'm quite forgiving of them because I just, I love, I mean, I in the, for the most part, I really like vacation rental owners. I like who they are. And so, you know, most of the time I'll stay in a place and, of course, I'll be, you know, like, oh, they should have done this or they should have done this. And my And my husband just cracks up about it. But you know, I mean, I'm not like a tyrant or something. It's there, there was actually only one place I stayed in and, and I, it was actually just recently. Um, but I, I did, I was sort of fooled because the place was absolutely gorgeous in the photos. And, um, so it was, and it, and when we got there, it was stunning. It was just this beautiful vacation rental. Um, but they, they just, they had these fatal, fatal flaws. Um, and I wish that you could have gotten a hold of them because you would have just said, oh, you, you should have done this and you should have done this because a lot of it was in your area. Really? Um, oh, very much so. Very much so. Like they just didn't have these sort of basic kind of um, like they didn't have this basic knowledge about how to treat guests and sort of the psychological element that goes into it. Oh, my goodness. Um, but they also had terrible mattresses like just, I mean, it was, and they had, it was obvious that they'd spent a lot of money on the decor, but they just had these horrible mattresses. And the other thing, and I'll talk about that today, but they had terrible pans, pots and pans, like, oh, like as if they'd just gone to some really cheap, cheapo second, secondhand store, just bought like the worst pans. Oh <laughs> no, that's, that's like, we, we're going to cover this, aren't we? But, but that's like we the are. fundamentals. Uh, yeah, they I call need that to the be butter. There. 
Yes. The, the bread, I call it the bread and butter, the bread yeah. and butter pieces that you can never skimp on, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, what a shame. And it is. That's the thing. I mean, like you said, you're, you're quite experienced in the world of vacation rentals. You've got your own and you're quite forgiving. Um, and, you know, you, you can probably sort of gloss over that and think, well, they should have done this. They should have done that on to the next one. But for mm -hmm. some people that could destroy their entire holiday and that would be their yes. out of the window their potentially just their one week break out of I the know. window. And it's such it's such a big responsibility to be a holiday home or vacation rental owner. It truly is. But we will it touch really on is. this. <laughs> OK. So just give us an idea, what is the mission of One Chic Retreat? What is it you want to do for holiday homeowners? Okay, well, uh, One Chic Retreat, imagine if, if it's, it's kind of like, um, like a life coach, but for interior, but for interior design, vacation rental interior design. So it's, you know, my site, a, a lot of people assume that I'm, you know, that I have my site up because, you know, I uh, go out and I decorate vacation rentals all the time. And, and I do. I do decorate vacation rentals all the time, but when Chic Retreat's mission um, is to help the entire community, the worldwide community, how to decorate and, and you know design and lay out your vacation rental for maximum guest happiness. Because if you get maximum guest happiness, you're going to you're just going to be very very successful in this business. So, um, like this year, I'm writing a book, and um, my goal is um, in September of this year, I'd like to launch a course. So I will have um, an on, some online courses available for for holiday homeowners. Brilliant! I can't wait for that. Mm -hmm. that yeah, I, I just I feel like des interior design is sort of one of those nebulous things that we, you know, people look through a magazine and they, and they think, Oh, I can never do that. But, but when I, you know, it's funny, I went to school when I went to get my master's, it wasn't like I had this innate talent, like, Oh, I'm just so talented in interior design. So I'm just going to go get my master's. Mm -hmm. I, I actually had to learn these basic things and the things I learned just made so much sense. And I thought, well, anyone could learn this, you know? So it's not, you know, it's not rocket science. It's, it's sort of these basic it's, it's something that can be taught, you know? So that's why, that's my mission is when it's just to help as many people as I can doing this. Cause I, I think we all are capable of doing it. Yeah. And if you're in the position as a holiday home and you've got that holiday home, you've got that vacation rental, you want to make the absolute best of it. So that, that's exactly. a great message you're coming across with. So now to, to realize her goal of getting holiday homeowners to extraordinarily booked with exceptionally happy guests. Now Mercedes has done an awful lot of research. We were just chatting before we, we started this recording and she's trawled thousands of reviews for the good, the bad and the ugly of holiday home homes and eventually gleaning exactly what guests want from a holiday home. So we're actually going to look today at this in depth with Mercedes because she's actually going to share her findings with us in how to design your vacation rental for maximum bookings or the 80-20 rule so you can start to create the home of your guests' dreams. So Mercedes, you've written a blog post which is going to be on the holidayletsuccess.com website. So we're just going to talk, talk our listeners through it today. So we're going to start with applying Pareto's principle, Pareto's law, to your holiday home. Now, a lot of people might have heard of Pareto's principle, but can you tell us exactly what that is? Okay, so Pareto's uh, principle or Pareto's law was actually, um, funnily enough, coined not by him, but um, by a man named Dr. Joseph Duran, who was a, a he was in the United States. He was a quality control pioneer. 
um, working in the 1940s. And um, he took the work, like some uh, observations of an economist, an Italian economist named Vilfredo Perito, um, who had discovered that um, he observed that 20% of his country's population owned 80% of the wealth. And Giron sort of ran with that and you know, he just, he said it's true in, in pretty much everything. It's sort of this universal principle. So, for example, like 20% of your pea pods are going to give you 80% of your, of your, um, peas. Or, um, like in, in, with regard to business, like 20% of your customers are going to, um, give you 80% of your profits. Or, you know, um, 80% of the complaints that you'll receive in a company come from 20% of your customers. So it's kind of, it's really being discussed right now. You know, I, I read about it in Forbes and, and different sort of marketing blogs, um, because people realizing that principle, you just sort of, you think, well, gosh, how does that apply to my life or how does that apply to my business? And so, um, I definitely think it applies to vacation rental design as well, like like almost anything else. So, so yeah. yes, it's 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 figuring out what twenty percent is giving you eighty percent of your results. Yeah, I think it's such a, an interesting law, and the way that you've given all those different examples shows that it, it runs through everything. And it's just such a strange law and it truly, <laughs> truly does work in so many situations. So for you to apply it here, I think that's going to make it very, very easy for people to understand and really hone down on that 20% that is making a, a real difference. So let's look at our 20% as holiday home, okay. vacation rental owners. So which we're going to be looking at which design elements have the biggest impact on the bookings. So what should mm -hmm. owners who aren't on the budget that might allow them to implement, say, all of the ideas that you talk about on your blog in, in one go, what should they be spending their existing budget to make the biggest impact now? Oh, yeah, exactly. I Well, I think what I advise people to do is, you know, obviously not, I mean, there's some people that just do a vacation role all at once and then they consult me and then we can do everything right the first time. But most holiday homeowners are um, you know, they don't have the budget to just get right into changing everything. So um, my suggestion to them is to start with the what I call the bread and butter pieces or the vital few. And they all the all it's you connect into four areas of um, guest happiness. So um, the first one is eating. Uh, the second one is sleeping. The third one is connecting romantically. And then the fourth one is connecting with loved ones. So, um, you know, all four of those areas, it's sort of this kind of, they fall, you know, they fall into the category of just basic human existence and basic human desires. So, um, you know, you, those are the four things that people are really seeking on vacation. It's mm. those four areas. So, um, we can go into each of those yeah. categories. Yeah, let's do that because I think, you know, you, having laid those out so clearly actually it's probably resonating with people and holiday homeowners that are listening thinking actually that's what I look for when I go to a holiday home and sometimes it's quite difficult for holiday homeowners to do that sort of turn it on its head and look at their own places from that point of view from what people want coming in and so yeah so let's start with eating eating how can we <laughs> yeah how can we make sure that people can eat and enjoy that experience well. Oh, 
Well, okay. So eating is think about how often you do that on vacation. It's probably one of the things that people look the most forward to. They, you know, they either go out to eat, but if they're renting a holiday home, they frequently will eat in the house. So they'll get up and they'll make coffee and then they'll, you know, make, you know, some light lunch or maybe a, maybe a big lunch and then they'll have a light dinner, but they're, they're frequently making major meals inside of your holiday home. And so um, this is an area in which you need to dedicate some very thoughtful time. Um, so, for example, like I'm drinking a coffee as I speak to you right now, Elaine, <laughs> and um, I actually thought about this coffee cup I have in my hand. It's, it's, it's lightweight. It has a really nice handle, and um, it's pleasant to pick up. And when I put my mouth against it, it's a, a, a good experience of drinking the coffee. So, I mean, it's the devil's always in these little details. So, um, just make sure that your, you know, that your, that all of your dinnerware is very nice to touch. It's, it's all about, it's a very tactile experience. So if you're in a kitchen and you pick up a pan, like that pan needs to feel good. It shouldn't feel cheap or it shouldn't feel hollow. It should feel like, substantial because these are the, the the little things about a kitchen for example are is what gives the message to your gift to your guests psychologically you are being nurtured you are on vacation and you get to use this nice pan or you get to make you know biscuits or what we'd say here cookies um and use this nice pan that you can put in the oven you know um and you're going to get a nice crisp cookie when you, when it comes out, like to all of these little things. So, um, look in your kitchen, go carefully through all the drawers and make sure everything is attractive. First of all, that's very important. And second of all, and equally important is how does it feel in the hands? So it's, it's sort of just this whole, it's like, I, I'm a real, I can geek out on product um, product development and product <laughs> design, but I mean, it's, it's, you talk to get on to the Ted talks and talk to the product designers. And I mean, and listen to the product designers and they will tell you the sort of the science behind why people respond to product and why we want those attractive cups and why we like the attractive pans and the beautiful coffee maker, you know? That's so it's so interesting. You know, yeah, and it, and it definitely goes into you know sitting down at the dining table too because if you're if you're sitting down, talking to your friends, you want to make sure that you can sit at that dining table for a long period of time because you're most likely going to lean back and you're going to talk about the day and just laugh you know because people spend a lot of time laughing so um, you know if it you want to make sure that that dining table is really comfortable and that, that when they put their hand on the top of it, it feels good to the touch. That's so, so interesting, the way that you've explained that there's a lot more to it than just having a quality item in the kitchen. So there's the feel yes. of it, the look of it, there's how it might be used. Can that thing that you've cooked in, is it pretty enough to go on the table to serve for everybody? I suppose there's mm -hmm. all sorts of different ways of looking at it. And uh, those TED Talks, I will find those and I will link those up in the show notes so that anyone okay. listening can go and have a listen because I just find this side of things so, so interesting. And if we can see exactly how those people who are designing these products are using this to their benefit, then I'm sure that can be applied in our own holiday homes. 
Definitely, definitely. And and then funnily enough, sometimes when you start to really realize this, you start you bring it into your own home too. Yeah, I bet I bet your kitchen is absolutely perfect. I bet it's got the most beautiful things in there. I want some photos. Oh my okay. gosh. So so we talked about you having stayed somewhere and the pans just weren't great. So now we know the science and the feelings behind what you went through during that that stay thinking yes and and I was actually staying I was staying with um you know several people with there were um 16 of us it was a huge vacation rental and it was you know I just I try I do a lot of observing of of their reactions to things too, because I think, well, you know, I'm OCD about all this stuff. So, you know, but, um, they, it was amazing. Like they would just, they would say things like, I wish this kitchen was more, were, were more comfortable or, you know, where are the pans or are, isn't there a better pan? And then there would be this sort of frustration in the kitchen. And it wasn't like they were saying, Oh, this coffee cup isn't comfortable to hold. They're not going to say that. It's more that they just don't feel at ease and in harmony in the space. Mm-hmm. And so those kind of, when you, when that happens with guests, they're, they're not going to be happy. And so then they're going to not want to book your vacation, that vacation rental again, or they're going to leave a, you know, a, a complaint. So yeah. it's just, you know, and it's so easy to avoid. Yeah. Actually, you know? that's, that's just reminded me, actually, my mum always goes and stays in Scotland in a really beautiful place, also a holiday home, vacation rental. And mm-hmm. every year, and it doesn't seem to get any better, she has said, but she always says there's never a sharp knife in the kitchen. And oh, I can yes. truly remember her keep <laughs> saying this over and over. And that's such an inconvenience. And not to mention, it's quite dangerous. You could really hurt yes. yourself on a blunt knife. So, so you, even, know, it, you know, even experiences like that, it's, it's not always just that. That's the safety side of things as well as a, a feeling and a comfort. Yes. I don't know if you have these in the UK, but um, in certain areas of the United States that even in small, actually more common in smaller towns, but you can actually have someone come into your holiday home and sharpen your knives. Wow. No, mm-hmm. but now I mean, that you've said that, there's going to be people going, I'm going to start yeah. that business in the UK. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I actually, I would be surprised. I bet you that if you inquire that, that it's available there as well. I yeah, mean, I, you're probably right. You know, and if, right. and if it's not available, you can just have a, a good knife sharpener and just say, you know, listen, every Every month on this certain date, you know, I need to go and make sure that the knives are sharpened. It, it, it doesn't take very long. As long as you have good quality knives, it can be sharpened. Like yeah. there's those, there, there are certain ones that are so cheap that you actually aren't, you're not supposed to sharpen them. Yeah, they just go in the bin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's probably the best place for some of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so as, as we were chatting at, at the beginning of the interview, we also talked about sleeping and comfort, and you mentioned the mattresses. Yes. So how, how does this all tie in? Well, okay, so sleeping and connecting romantically um, are you know, they go together. So, um, this is an area that really needs to be focused on because, um, if you make people happy, um, romantically and allow them to sleep well, that they are going to rave about your vacation rental. So, um, uh, so first of all, going to sleeping, um, I advise all vacation rental owners to look carefully at the reviews and, see if people are saying I slept well, because I've noticed it's interesting. The, the vacation rentals that really deliver on the sleep, people will say that. 
that the guests will say, oh, I've slept so well at this place, you know. Um, and so if they're if you're not getting those kinds of comments, you probably are failing here. Um, so um, I, I'm not a big thing of like I, I, I'm not an advocate of going out and buying a just a hugely expensive mattress. Um, I actually I can't speak for the UK, but here in the United States are two companies that um, that have really um, have really developed an amazing mattress and they're like. to $700 for a queen. Um, It's Casper and tufted needle and that I've, I actually have a tufted needle and I couldn't be happier. So, um, you know, there are mattresses that are just, are going to be very comfortable and are going to last a long time. Um, And so of course that is paramount to have that. Um, And then again, the, the bed linens are just so important. I did a um, post last year on, my quest for the perfect uh, white vacation rental sheets. Do you and always go with white? I always go with white. Same here. And I, I've got to tell you why. It's weird, but people psychologically feel that white is cleaner. So they, they'll go in and they'll know that if it's a white sheet, it, it'll they, they feel like, um, oh, I can see that this sheet is clean. But if you have like red sheets or blue sheets or like the worst are the dark colored ones, mm-hmm. um, because here, here I'm going to geek out on you again, but like um, <laughs> darker, like sort of darker colors, um, like maroons and like darker kind of greens and stuff. They actually remind people of decay. It's so weird, but it's, it's a psychological phenomenon. So stay with like bright, you know, if you absolutely do not want to do white sheets, just make sure you have very light colored sheets, at least do very light, light, light colors. Um, yeah, you don't want any associations with decay and ooh. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. So this is the kind of thing you learn when you get a master's degree in interior design. Yeah, you you so learn those kinds of things. So, so um, interesting. So yeah, it is. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. But anyway, the, the so the I would say white sheets, and also I think white sheets are just more practical because if you know, if you you just know that you can put a white sheet on and it it'll be fine, and if it's not the exact set, you know, if you've bought like three different sets of white sheets, it doesn't matter like that the bottom sheet isn't going to match the white sheet because it's, you know, they're still white. So, I mean, ideally you should just buy all the same sets and the same brand, but if you don't, it's just at least, you don't have to worry about a mismatch or something. It's just easy. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on the white. I just think anywhere that I've ever stayed and like you with a family, I've stayed in a lot of vacation rentals, holiday homes and the, the pure white you do, you go in and you think, Oh, it looks lovely in here. And you want to relax in that room. It feels clean and it feels bright. So yeah, I totally resonate with that. It's really interesting. Very much so. And and there's a reason why hotels do that. You know, they, yes. they know about that too. So Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, if if they're doing it and they've been doing it for years and years and years, then yeah, they're definitely, we, we know that they're onto a really good thing. That's very true. That's very true. Okay. And then, so the other thing that goes with the sleeping is the romance. And so um, earlier in last year, I wrote a piece um that specifically addresses the issue of sex in the vacation rental. And it's, um, it's a, it it was a little bit controversial, the piece. I mean, I did get some odd comments about it, but um, the reason I wrote it is that I just wanted to 
shout out to the world that this is what goes on in holiday homes, folks. So owners just know that people are having sex in your vacation rental, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, um, make that a, a very romantic experience, you know? And I, and you know, of course I'm not, you know, advocating, you know, like sex toys or something at all, but I'm that just would be saying, a terrible like, way to go. I know. <laughs> terrible way to go. But I'm just, um, I, I really, it, there's a very specific way to set up a bedroom so that people, um, feel, um, romantically inclined. Like, so people feel like, oh my gosh, this is so romantic. I feel so nurtured in here. Yeah. So, um, I will provide you a link to that article, but I, I'll go into it just a bit here. Yeah, please, because it is, it's something that is never really addressed. And yet yeah. people go on holiday and it's maybe the only time that they go, oh, I can relax. And exactly. they might get to the point where they want to relax. They want to have sex with their partner. And that might not always be quite so easy at home because you've got the stresses and strains. You've got the day to day. You've maybe got the kids in the next room. And that might not be the case on holiday. So it might be more conducive to relaxing, having sex. And yes. you want to be and enjoying that in a lovely, beautiful, romantic space. Yes, exactly. In fact, did you know that there was there was a big um, campaign in Sweden last year because the birth rate uh, apparently is is falling, and so there was this huge campaign um, advising people to go out on holiday. <laughs> go no. out on yes, it's you have to look it up. I, I think it was Sweden. It might have been Norway, but I'm almost positive it's Sweden. And yes, they were like, go out on holiday, go out, and, and they really wanted them to go and take a vacation together. So that tells you, you know. There is, you know, there, there's, there are numbers and statistics behind people, you know, that sex on vacation is better. So, um, anyway, that there is a way to design your bedroom so that, that, you know, that people feel more comfortable. Um, and it, it all revolves around the bed, oddly enough. And I tried to get people to see the bed as a throne and I call it, um, this, the series throne, which is, goes back to Greek mythology, but, um, just imagine, you know, in the, you know, the, the royalty of, you know, past days, they always sat in a throne, um, with a throne back. So their back was protected, you know, from people like, you know, stabbing them in the back, literally. Yeah. Um, so that, that's the whole idea of having something behind the back. So if you're sitting in bed, you would have, a, you know, to have a headboard in the back. If, if you don't have a headboard, then you can sort of make a psychological headboard with either artwork or, maybe a niche in the wall or actually funnily enough, a window makes a good thrown back. Um, just something that they, they see in back the bed. Um, and then the, 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 the you need b good bedside tables on both sides of the bed. If you, if you can, I mean, if it's, if you can't, there are some bit small vacation rental bedrooms that you can really, the bed sort of has to be up against the wall. But um, ideally I'd say that there has to be something on both sides um, just so that each each person in the bed can use those bedside tables. It's just sort of it makes people feel a bit insecure if there's nothing beside the bed on that side. So if the bed is against the wall, at least the person against the wall has the has the wall so yeah. sort of to anchor them. But you the, the worst thing is if it, a bed doesn't have tables and it's just kind of in the middle of the room or something. Because it's like a feeling of unanchoring. So you have those that, you know, the tables um, and then you want, you know, of course, we talked about the mattress and the, the linens. Mm -hmm. So that kind of goes, we've already spoken of that. Um, and then you want just a bit of flame in the room, which I called like of the bit of 
like the fire element, but you don't want a lot. So you just want like a touch of red in the room. Um, either like a candle, it could be like a candle or something. Um, or it could be just a, the color red, but not a lot of it. Cause you don't, you don't, the worst thing you can do is have a lot of red. Cause that's actually not good for romance. Um, but just a bit. And so, um, it, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole huge, huge, very long epic blog post that I've done about exactly how to do this. So I will give you a link to that. That would show, be brilliant. And, and when I read that blog post and the, the pictures, the way that you've set it all out and you've shown us a picture of Sarah's throne, it really does show exactly how to put a bedroom together. And I loved the post. So, yes, I would love to link that up for anybody that's listening, like to go through, have a really good read. And you can see it is that the, the absolute elements that you need in a room to make it romantic, relaxing, whatever it is that people are going in that room to, to do. Yes, <laughs> so, exactly. So moving with connecting with loved ones. Okay, the connecting with loved ones. So um, I say, and you know, I always tell people that you have the responsibility on your on your hands as a vacation rental owner to um, make people happier in their life. Um, and I say that because one of the number one reasons that when they've done happiness studies and you know major universities around the world, they always come back to the basic fact that the happiest people are people who are social. They're social people who connect with family and friends on a regular basis. And um, that is one of the number one reasons why people choose vacation rentals is that they're, they want to connect with family and friends. So um, you basically – that means that you are in the happiness business. So you have to design your vacation rentals so that people can really enjoy themselves and connect. So um, in other words, if you in your like, let's say your living area, you want to arrange your furniture to the number one thing is has to be very comfortable. All your furniture has to be so comfortable. Um, in fact, comfort is you know, just as important as what it looks like. So frequently, I weirdly in the interior design business, sometimes the high end stuff is actually not comfortable. Um, and then sometimes the stuff that doesn't cost very much is actually really comfortable. So just make sure that both are, are there, both elements are there and then arrange it so that people are kind of in a circle together, that there's sort of a gathering area and that when they speak to one another, they're close enough so that they can speak comfortably. So, you know, test it out, like go to your own vacation rental with friends and just sit around and say, Hey, you know, how do you feel here? Like, should we move these chairs a bit closer in so that, you know, people it's conducive to hanging out. And then the other thing that I always say, it's super important is put a rug in areas where you want people to, to sort of relax because people, like to get on the floor. They like to sit on the floor on vacation. Um, they want to, they want to sit on the floor on vacation more than they do in their ordinary life. Cause they're, they just want to stretch out or more people are doing yoga now. So make sure that there are some, um, maybe some cushions on the floor or if, if not that, just at least have a nice rug that feels good against the skin that you can sit on. That's really interesting. So yeah, there's your 20%. Amazing. Not yielding 80% of your results. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, um, yeah. It's been so interesting. And it's great that you've found those four elements that we can really break down for listeners and people with holiday homes. They can, you know, these these principles can be applied 
pretty much immediately just from what you said today mm-hmm. so the goal is we've identified the four key areas of the vacation rental the 20 percent that most powerfully influence new and repeat bookings mm-hmm. and the 80 percent it's time to get to work and implement some of these changes yes so the ultimate goal is to make 100 percent of your vacation rental amazing and that's what yes. you say in, your, in the end of yes. your blog post. So doing so <laughs> will give you mind-blowing bookings, which I love the way that you've written that. It just sounds brilliant. Oh, thank you. Well, actually, and I, I forgot to mention that the, in the interview, but this is very important that once you do make, do make these changes, make sure that you have them in your photos. So, for example, if you, you know, when you get your kitchen together, make sure you have a photo of of maybe a lemon being cut on a, you know, a cutting board or not necessarily you doing that, but just have some fruit out in bowls. I, there was a photo in the, um, in the post I did for you. Um, that's a, a good example of having like maybe some pots of herbs and, and sort of staging the, the kitchen. So it looks like it's being used so or it could people, be used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people get a real feel of what it would be like when they're there. That's very exactly. good advice. Very good advice. And, and I maybe do... have some, you know, setting the dining table and, or, you know, the whole thing, like, you know, make sure you have shots of the romantic bedroom and make sure you have shots of the comfortable living room. And so then people can, they start to dream about what their vacation rental is going to be like. They go, Oh, look, comfortable bedroom. And it might not be a conscious, but they, they'll respond to those photos. That's it's absolutely it's really good advice with the photographs, actually. Um, and you do include some really good real life, true examples in the blog post. And each of those will be linked through to a property, which is implying these principles brilliantly. So that's really useful. And you'll be able to see that at holidayletsuccess.com forward slash one chic retreat. That's the number one chic retreat. And you can reread everything that we've discussed today and uh, and use the comment section underneath to ask Mercedes any questions or or, or share your experience with applying these principles. So that'd be, that's absolutely great. Thank you. There's a couple of things that I wanted to to ask you how you go about uh, things as you are teaching holiday homeowners how to implement these different, or what your guiding principle is really. Do you have a guiding principle or philosophy that you impress upon holiday homeowners that you work with? Well, I've, I, you know, I've already mentioned that um, I, I most, I most uh, probably strongly encourage people to really think about um, how they are responsible for other people's happiness. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a real estate investor as well as an, an interior designer. I have um, regular rentals and I used to have a vacation rental. I'm actually looking for another one now. Mm. Um, but I, it, it's, it's sort of, you have to, the challenge is that you have to get yourself out of the mindset of thinking like a real estate investor and thinking like a, like a happiness, like thinking of your vacation rental as a happiness box, sort of like it, of course, you know, you are a real estate investor and you do want your returns, but you, you, it's not just, about like renting out a house, you know, you, you are, you are giving someone an experience. And so if you succeed in giving someone a really good experience, then you're being a good real estate investor because your returns are going to reflect that. So, um, it's just, it's, 
it's just a bit more than being a real estate, a lot more than being a real estate investor. That's what yeah, I yeah. most try to try to get through to people. So it's, um, it's real it's hospitality and you're creating memories yes. and it's somebody's very, very short and precious period of time that they've chosen to spend in your holiday home. And that is a true responsibility as we, we touched on at the beginning. So yes, mm -hmm. thanks for sharing that with us. <laughs> Where do you think the future of the holiday let a vacation rental industry is headed? Well, I think that um, it's going to continue to, um, I think it's going to continue to grow. I, I can't imagine that um, with the success that people are having in certain areas of the world, um, in, in many areas of the world, that more people are not going to jump on board. Um, in fact, I've met people that say they're going to do that so um, frequently. And so I can't, you know, I, I definitely think that it will continue to grow. Um, and I think it, my, I think it's going to start to grow in areas where you wouldn't expect because I, you know, people like you and, and others in the industry who are, are really teaching people how to properly market and properly run their businesses, their vacation rental businesses. I think that, um, people will start to, um, open vacation rentals in parts of the, of the world that are maybe not necessarily touristic. So, I mean, here's an example. I'm working on a vacation rental in Idaho right now that's in this very stark, starkly isolated part of Idaho. Um, and it's this beautiful, beautiful area, but she's, she will be the only vacation rental in the entire town. Really? Um, yes. And there, and there will not be, there aren't restaurants in the area. And so, um, one of the things that we've designed the house, in fact, it's almost ready and I'm hopefully it will be ready in the spring. We'll unveil it in a blog post, but, um, it's going to be all about, she's going to market it as getting away from it all. Like, you know, every day is Sunday. So she's going to really have a nice kitchen. It's all going to be about cooking. Um, and then it's going to be about like what you can do in the area and, um, you know, hiking and, and being outside. So, so I, I predict that she will be successful with it, but she's going to, you know, She'll probably have to consult with you and, and others about really, you know, yeah, how you finding do that. her niche. Exactly. It sounds to me like you've, you've found a really good niche and it's the getting away from it all really just switching everything off and being mm -hmm. in your own place to rent. I mean, it sounds I can't wait to see it. Well, <laughs> we'll yeah, be watching I mean, the blog. <laughs> yeah. I, and, I, and I think more vacation rental owners do need to think about that. that, that some people think, oh, I could never do vacation rental because I live in this town who comes there. But then they're like, for example, I live in a town that isn't necessarily touristic, but there are, it, we, our hotels are at 90% occupancy here. Amazing. So, and there was only like two vacation rentals here. It was like, no one thinks of it. So that's, I do think that that will grow that in the, the areas that you wouldn't expect vacation rentals. I think that will be a segment that will grow. Mm, yeah. Very interesting. I, I do think it is down to finding your market and really making sure you're looking after that exact market and looking for it might not be you might not be your own market. So if you're if you're a couple, you know, your your home might be more conducive for a family. So to really try and look for a different way of looking at the property, it's not necessarily the way that you're looking at it. Just try and look from somebody else's point of view, someone else's shoes. Mm. Exactly. I mean, we did touch on this at the end, so I think I know the answer. But how important do you think great photography is? Oh, my gosh. I think it's it just goes hand in hand with design. I, you know, I it's so funny. I just finished a vacation rental in the Grand Turks 
and um, I ho- hopefully my client is listening to this, but um, they, it's beautiful. I love the way that we've done it, you know, that we've designed it. And I say we because it's always a collaboration. When I actually work with clients, I, I, it's, I, it's a collaboration. So they did it just as much as I did because I'm, like I said earlier in the interview, I am kind of an interior design coach. Um, and we've done it beautifully, but now they don't want to spend the money on the, on the photography. Oh, no. And I say, oh my gosh, I can't do my post. How am I going to post this if you haven't done your photography? You know, but it's, it just, you know, you can just have a beautiful house. And if you don't invest in the photographer, it's like, well, it's like not, it's like making a big cake and then just not eating it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, um, hopefully, you know, in the springtime again, that I can get them to invest in that. If not, I might actually just pay it, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> because I, it's just going to bug me so much. Yeah. I totally yes, understand but, that. Oh my gosh. It's so, and so important. It's mm-hmm. so important. And not only that, but like you want to get away from those real estate shots that people have, you know, when they're trying to sell a home and you want to get into the more like the experiential shots. My favorite shot is the, um, the open, the open and open door shot where you're you're sort of standing outside the door and the door is sort of three quarters of the way open and you're looking into a room a special room like look at you know you're just about to go into this room and there's you create this curiosity in the viewer about that room it's like my favorite shot I love that shot um, and then of course the photos of food is so important like always have some photos of some food, like, you know, like oranges or a plate of plate of fruit or something like that. And, um, and just like in the outdoor shots, make sure it looks like, Oh, I can just, I'm, I am actually sitting in, in this area and I'm just about to have a beer, you know, or something like that, you know? So yes, I'm, I cannot go, I can go on and on about photography and unfortunately I'm a terrible photographer, so I would never (laughs) even attempt it. (laughs) But you can make it look great for somebody else to take the photo, which I, can, I think yes, has got to be a big element of it. So don't put yourself yes. down on that. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's just one of those things that I, yeah. I you know, professionals really know what they're doing. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. Well, thank you for sharing that. Do you, you've got to get that holiday homeowner that you were just finishing up to, to listen back to some of the past guests. Uh, ask them to listen to Thibaut Mason and the, the <laughs> impact that the photography had. He almost missed his beautiful home going into a real top interiors magazine because she the the editor basically wrote back and said there's no way you're getting in our magazine with those photos <laughs> and he was like oh my goodness so you know ask them to to listen back because it is such a, an important step and thank you for your take on that so just to finish okay. any resources or books or anything for holiday home or vacation rental owners that you'd like to share with us is there anything anywhere that you particularly go for your inspiration ideas I um I mostly go to there really isn't a lot on vacation rental interior design um but so but just go to sort of I I okay so this is important um stay current with the design trends um you, you know you can you know I'm not saying redo your vacation rental home every few years but um there are certain elements like uh, lighting and artwork arrangement and like little things like colors and stuff that if, if you're not keeping up with the trends, it's gonna, your place is gonna start to look dated. So I would say, um, get on to some blogs, some interdesign blogs like Remodelista, or there's tons and love the ones in Europe. Um, and, uh, 
just look get in, get into the habit of once a week looking through what's going on. I think the blogosphere is one of the best places because it's so current. Um, and just keep keep your eye on that. You know, keep a feel for the pulse of of what's going what's going on there. Yeah, that's important. Great advice. And of course, follow your blog, which is oh, full of really, really my good. blog. Yes, because I kind of filter every, I filter general interior design into vacation rental design because it's really not, it's a very particular area. You know, it's not mm. just general. It's, no one wants to spend $8,000 on a sofa for a vacation rental, right? No, exactly. No, no, no. Wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. And that, that's what's so good about your blog. It really shows people that you don't have to spend an absolute fortune to make an incredibly, uh, an incredibly beautiful interior that makes a big impact on your bookings. That's oh, absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. Okay, so let us know how we can connect with you, how we can follow your blog, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Well, you can go to my blog. It's, it's one chic retreat. It's either with a number it's spelled or you can spell it out as well. And if you just go to the regular page, you'll see a big subscribe button at the top. It'll say, put your first name in and your email. And if you're on my list, I, um, I send out, I usually do uh, two blog posts a month. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, one of these like flood your inbox with tons of emails and promotions and that sort of thing. Um, but I, all of my blog posts are kind of epic. You know, I, I definitely um, create a lot of value in what I'm giving to my subscribers. So, and I have very specific strategies. So, um, yeah, so twice a month you'll be getting my newsletter and then any news of any um, of my ebook that's coming out or, or my courses that are coming out, you'll, you'll be, you know, my subscribers are the first to, um, to get news of that. And also I always encourage subscribers to write me like questions like, Hey, I want to hear more about this. Or I have someone right now that wants to hear about like uh, staging your vacation rental for, um, for groups of business people that are brainstorming, you know, that sort of thing. So I, I have a lot of requests that I get and I would say 50% of my blog posts are based upon um, subscriber requests. Great. So you, yes. that's that's brilliant that you are actually addressing the needs of real life individuals. So, yeah, yes. that's absolutely brilliant. OK, well, I really want to thank you for your time today, Mercedes. It's been a, a huge pleasure to chat to you, to get to know a little bit about you. And I mean, I, I'd already been reading your blog. I knew you were obviously great at what you did, but just to chat to you and and hear how how excited you are to be involved in the industry and how you love being part of it and really that comes through in your blog posts and the interiors that you design I, I really want to thank you for spending some time with us today well, it was my pleasure and I'm just so happy to be on the show Good. very happy to be on the show you're just you're doing a, an amazing job Elaine with this so oh. um I'm I'm very happy to to have been on your show today oh that's so kind I really enjoyed it Mercedes <laughs> you go on and enjoy your day and it's bright and early where you are and uh, it's towards the end of the yes. day here so we're two totally <laughs> different time zones so thank you for, yes. for getting up a bit early and chatting to us I really appreciate it <laughs> no problem <laughs> all right we'll say okay. bye-bye for now Mercedes thank you all right bye bye-bye Elaine thank you bye